It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. wonderful, great, productive week. We are here in New York, and I have to tell you, I am really cold. (laughs) I was talking to a girlfriend yesterday, and she said to me, why don't we just move down south and go to Florida? And it's very, very tempting when I look out the window. I have a foot of snow here, and um, we are being threatened with another storm tonight, which as all um, anybody who works from home can imagine, another snow day means a really tough day trying to work at home. But we'll deal with that tomorrow. But for today, what an exciting guest. So what can I give you? Let's start with our business tip of the week. Um, I was thinking about this, and I was talking to a friend. As many of you know, my Glovies product is really starting to take off. It's been a long time in the making. And I have been dealing with an awful lot of retailers where, I got to tell you, I am so, so close to getting on the shelves of some big, big stores. But in the meantime, when my uh, shipment had arrived, one of my girlfriends turned to me and she said, Josephine, I have to tell you, I really think selling on the internet is really going to be the wave of the future. She said, you have absolutely nothing to lose. You have your product. Just throw your product up on Amazon and see what happens. And I have to tell you, I listened to my girlfriend. I put it on Amazon and not a single day goes by without me having several orders for my gloves. And everybody's finding me there. So I guess the moral of this story is, number one, listen to your really good friends who are out to help you. And try online sales because it really doesn't take long at all to post your stuff up on Amazon. I think it took me maybe the most because, of course, I have to read every uh, small print that they had on the site to make sure that I felt comfortable with it. But it takes no time and before you know Get those first orders. I'll tell you, you'll be doing your victory dance, so it's well worth it. Okay, well, with that, I can't wait to introduce my guest. This is a fun guest, everybody. I actually was talking to Sandra Beck, who also has a show on TogiNet. And I had said to her, I said, Sandra, I had such a great weekend this weekend. Of all things, I had seen a psychic, and it was so that for the next two days, I could not get out of my mind what the psychic was telling me. And Sandra had said to me, she said, Josephine, guest for your show. And I said, great, who is it? And she sent me Robbie McPherson. And um, 
Robbie is also a little bit of a psychic. Am I allowed to say that, Robbie? <laughs> uh, sure, you can say that. It's funny, but I'm going to read your bio over here because um, it's quite impressive. And I think you have a great background. And I love to do that just so people understand, you know, where the credentials are coming from. So Robbie Ann's 20 years of journalism and public relations experience has taken her through communications, television reporting, media relations, teaching public speaking, writing, editing, broadcasting production, crisis communication, and developing public relations strategy. Wow, she's done a lot. Her personal life experiences have, have led her through many trials and tribulations, and she credits her sense of spirituality with surviving her parents' ugly divorce, a difficult lessons and the suicide of her teenaged brother oh that's sad and loss of all four of her grandparents within a five-year period in her early 20s robbie ann's tarot readings are often focused on navigating the emotional challenges and crossroads moments in life making decisions from a point of strength she is careful to acknowledge that she is not a professional psychotherapist and does not dispense or mental health advice. She is a big proponent of professional therapy from a qualified, that's important, everybody, <laughs> yes, qualified yes. provider as a healing tool. I know from experience, and my listeners know all about that. But anyway, Robbie considers herself a spiritual coach with one foot in the pragmatic and one foot in the, uh, th- I can never say this word, a three, ethereal. Eth- eth- do we say ethereal. it? <laughs> ethereal. Okay, great. Yeah, a life- a, I had to look it up too, but. <laughs> oh, God. All right. A lifelong music lover, songwriter, and singer. Wow. She also performs locally in Studio 54, a dance band. She has worked and lived in Anna, Los Angeles, and New York City, and has returned permanently to her hometown in Buffalo, New York. That's great, Robbie. My brother and sister went to Buffalo. University. Yeah, yeah. She runs a public relations consultancy in Buffalo, New York, and offers 10 readings by appointment. So, with that, welcome to Paying It Forward, Robbie. How are you today? I I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I this is so exciting for me. And it's, you know, it's funny to listen to someone. You know, you put these bios together for one thing or another, and to hear someone else read it, you think, "Wow, that's pretty impressive." And then sitting in my own skin, you know, I'm sort of like, "Yeah, it's really not that great." You know. <laughs> So I'll so, go with your version. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Robbie? That's why I really do take the time to read the bios because, you know, there's lots of radio shows on the internet, but, you know, I really am very picky about who I have on the show. And, you know, the bios are so important for me to read so that my listeners can gain that kind of trust in you know, guests knowing that, wow, they do have a great background and you really, really do. So Robbie, I'm going to ask you, tell us a little bit about some of your like work experiences. I know Um, that you've had your um, stunt in corporate America, a little bit of that and how, how you ended up doing what you're doing today. 
Yes. Uh, gosh, you know, I, I was on uh, uh, Sandy's uh, show last night and we were all sort of talking about how we've all had several different lives, you know, and, and I love her term careerlets. I think, uh, I think that's such a great term. I think I've had uh, nine careers maybe, and I've reinvented wow. myself usually out of necessity. I think we've all been there where you, maybe it's a layoff or a divorce or who knows what happens, but you sort of look in the mirror and say, whoa, uh, I've got to do something. <laughs> and so, right. you know, you, you figure it out. And I, I've always been a person who um, I was raised by uh, two very wonderful parents. Um, my mom is, is a, she's a great person. She's a nurse and she has kind of a great sensitivity about the world. And my dad, um, he was in the army. He has a very um, organized mentality, you know, pretty linear thinking. And he, has, he also has a fantastic sense of humor. He's the funniest guy I've ever met. So I sort of have this mixture of influences and somewhere, somehow, I, I got this kind of, you know, this intuition thing too. So um, there was always a, a, a feeling of, well, I, I have to go to school and get a job and be a normal person and, you know, I'm not going to go off and do any airy-fairy crazy stuff and it doesn't matter if I get weird little psychic impressions and know things I'm not supposed to know and feel things I'm not really supposed to feel, you know. Um, there was always that kind of pragmatic thing. But then you can't really deny the, you know, that ethereal stuff. You can't deny when you're a kid and you just kind of meet someone and you just instinctively know things and you can't wow. figure that out. Or... Um, with me, it really manifested in a deep attachment and a um, deep love for music. Music is really a, it's a huge kind of form of therapy for me. So I was always sort of uh, flip-flopping between these two worlds. And, you know, half of me wanted to sort of run off and join the circus, you know, like <laughs> dye my hair pink and, you know, be a crazy person and live this sort of unconventional nutty life. And then the other half of me is going, are you crazy? Put your suit on and go to that job interview, you know? Right. So, um, and, and I think through uh, sort of life circumstances maybe and, and then a mixture of external influences and internal choices, I just kind of ended up on this path. And, um, you know, I ended up uh, uh, just going through school and, and um, I did, uh, I lost my brother who was 16 at the time um, to suicide and I was 23. So you can imagine Gosh. when you're dead. I know, I know. It's uh, it's I mean, so sad. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. really, really hard because no matter what the reason was, I, I could just imagine the emotion going on in the family. Is that when your parents divorced? No, they actually split up when I was much younger. I was about oh, 11. Right. Well, um, okay. uh, yeah, I, you know, and I have to say, I, I always kind of say this whenever I talk about it. Um, you know, if, if any of your listeners are in a rough way, there is help available. Call a suicide hotline, call a friend, you know, it is not an option. It is just never an option because once the feeling passes, 
you know, there's a morning after and there always is that morning after. So that is never a choice. So I just have to get that out there. But once when that happened in my life, uh, you know, it really shatters you and, and you sort of all your decision making mechanisms just go awry. It's like a compass and a magnet. You know, you just kind of go, whoa. And uh, and then I lost all my grandparents, you know, sort of very close to each other. A lot of death. Just a, there was just yeah. this five-year period where I felt like the Reaper was, you know, had his arm around me, you know. And, well, uh, I tell you, we're getting ready to go on a break here. Robbie, um, it's amazing how when you experience death, how it makes you really become vulnerable and look at your own life. And, you know, sometimes we become a stronger person. But we'll talk more about this right at the break. Thanks, everyone. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style, along with an innate ability to form connections with people, gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern. On the Rockstar Radio Network, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. so excited to have Robbie and Fearson, who's a tarot card reader with us today. So Robbie, you were explaining before the break about the sadness, the sad, sad 
friend of your brother's um, suicide. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Take it from there. Yeah. Um, I I know. This is perfect timing. It's like when the waiter comes when you're in the middle of a of an important right. point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, what I was saying was, uh, you know, that period where uh, I, I don't think there's any other emotion more powerful than grief. And it just strips everything away in your life. And when you lose people that close to you, as I lost my brother and my grandparents, I think uh, you you really just, um, it's like the whetstone, you know, it grinds you down and it either grinds you into a powder or it polishes you up, depending on what you're made of. And that's what really kicked open the spiritual door for me. I've always, I've always had one foot in it, but um, that's what really led me to sort of get in touch with these feelings. Of course, part of it was the natural human thing. Um, you know, I just want to feel better. I just want to heal. I just want to, I want answers. You know, where is my brother? Where are my grandparents? What can they hear me? You know, all that kind of stuff that we think about and, and that we go through when we're in grief. But um, I, I decided to explore these little strange gifts I had. And I'd always tinkered with my tarot cards and, you know, I'd always kind of, uh, um, sought answers from them and this and that, but I really, um, I really kind of got into it as they say. And, uh, and then that sustained me, that sustained me through years of a corporate job. You know, I would put my suit on during the day and then I would come home at night and, you know, be like, uh, spreading out my black silk cloth with all my little cards on it, you know? <laughs> so, uh, um, it, it's just, uh, I think I'm I think I'm a strange tarot reader in that sense, you know, I don't have like a crystal ball and, you know, right. bangles and and scarves and you know, I don't I don't have all that stuff. I I look normal, you know, I I look like a normal person you'd see in the grocery store. So, um I think uh I think it sometimes that makes people more comfortable with me, you know, where they sort I'm of sit sure. down and say, "Okay, she's not she's not that weird," you know. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll be I excited to talk to you I over the weekend we had a 70th day party for my mom and my sister has a friend who who is a psychic but it was so scary Robbie. the stuff that she, there is no way anybody anybody would have ever known about my to the point that she was telling me stuff I haven't thought out in years and when I was talking about you know getting a and everything when I was talking to Sandra yesterday she said you have to have me so I'm so glad that you're here with us but I can't wait to hear I guess my question to you is how did you realize that you like did it just happen overnight that you would look at people when you met them like I, I know you had said earlier that you had this weird weird sense that you never knew these people before and then when you met them you knew a lot about them like, how did it happen? Did it really happen, like, when you were older? Did it happen when you were young? You know, it's it's a little bit more random. Um, I, I always, uh, I've never been really a psychic, as they say, who can, who can read deep into the future for people. I, I can't really sit down um, 
and I'm a very honest person. I'm not going to sit down and, you know, scam people out of their money. And, and you know, that, that to me, that's just a, a horrifying um, aspect of people who take advantage in this profession. But I can't really sit down and say to people, you know, I see six months down the line, this and that. That isn't really my gift. What what happened to me when I was a kid, and I I just thought everyone could do this. Right. Is you know, and I didn't really understand until I was well into my twenties that not everyone could do this. Wow. Um, when I would sit down with someone, the first thing that I would get in touch with is their pain. If um, and and it's it, it kind of interferes with your ability to judge whether a person is going to hurt you or not. Because when you sit across the table from someone, um, and believe me, I have enough dating train wrecks to prove it. (laughs) When you sit across the table, you immediately connect with their pain and you're like, wow, this person's been through a lot. And you might not know exactly what it was. You know, the details, the details, um, aren't always there, you know, but you feel it and you're like, oh, wow, this person has, has overcome something, you know, I can feel it, or this person is struggling with something. And so you sort of start to, you know, you don't come out with it right away, but you just sort of start to function and act and it affects your dynamic with that person. And, um, and then as I, as I got older and, developed friendships with people and then, you know, started to kind of explore um, when I bought my first tarot card deck and I started to read and sort of understand and put names to these feelings and, and this, this sort of dynamic and then started to read for other people, I realized, okay, my gift is when people come to me, and it's why I call my website Which Way Tarot. Uh, that's which that's way great. I, when people come to me with a dilemma, you know, what do I do? Um, be weary of, uh, a, a psychic or someone who tells you what you should do because oh, it's your own free will. Never give away your power. But when they sit down with me, I sort of put out the reading and then all this stuff just sort of, uh, becomes obvious in my head. Like, oh, you know, hmm, I'm feeling a person over here who might not be honest with you, you know, and then we sort of explore this and that. And, you know, and then I get sort of insight and the cards tell a story. The cards are always telling you way more than you want to know. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. You know, but then then I just sort of um, help them make a decision. And um, very often... Uh, the person sitting across from me is a woman and very often it's a woman who's struggling with some type of decision that she's trying to make. And, uh, and that's why I always stress the, um, you know, the, the therapy part because I get a lot of women who sit across from me and they just simply haven't talked about these things with anyone else, Mm. you know, and, and, uh, when you feel something or see something that they think no one else knows, um, and I'll give you an example. I, I had a reading not too long ago of uh, a woman who came and 
she was, you know, typical, um, very wealthy and, you know, hi, you know, hello. And, oh, isn't this fun? And, you know, and she sat down across from me. I turned over all the cards and, um, boy, I mean, this was an unhappy person. And oh. I, I felt sort of a sensation of someone slapping me in the face. And I wow. thought, oh my God, she's in an abusive relationship. Oh no. And you know, how do you, how do you say that? Right. So we went through the reading a little bit and eventually she told me that her husband abuses her and she started to cry. And it was, you know, it was a very, very tough moment for her because she hadn't told anybody. And you know, that those are powerful moments. So that's really more of my gift. And that of course is when I say to her, my dear, get yourself a good therapist, a professional, you know, a, a real good therapist who can help rebuild oh, your self-esteem. <laughs> I think this is great to to really lead people in direction that, you know, for the help that they really need. I think that, but it's so funny, Robbie, I got distracted from the pop-ups that keep coming on my computer here. The reason yeah, why I was talking, oh. I'm sorry about that. Oh my God, out over here but um the reason why i brought up the side over there was because you had said you look normal and everything and beautiful. i post picture on the website so everybody can see what you look like but um the thing is she looks like just a regular normal person like you know like anybody any normal person but amazing to me how intuitive and how you have this special special gift and um, does it come into play as far as business goes right are you like what if somebody's getting ready to start a new business are you able to tell them dear god don't do it because it's going to be a disaster (laughs) (laughs) well uh yes yes and no again i would never say to someone you should not do this because um, I just kind of think that's sort of messing with uh, God, you know, that's kind right. of messing with the plan, you know, um, and, and the other person's free will. But, uh, but, but I, I have had people say, I want to do this, you know, and, they, and then we, we sort of do the reading, we put the cards out. And um, I had one, one great reading uh, the other day where she she was, uh, there was a, uh, again, mostly I read for women, uh, you know, guys, I don't know. They don't seem yeah, guys, guys, just kind of go, okay. Um, Robbie, Robbie, yeah, much simpler, right? Yeah. He had his arms crossed and was her name. She looked at him. He had his arms crossed. Oh no, that's a closed individual. My husband's like, I don't want to know. Him. <laughs> <laughs> While, I think that's true. They don't want to know. Uh, no. Well, yeah, and that's that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, we can get into that uh, in a bit if you want about um, my effect on on men too, which is that's, funny. But uh, um, but I had a woman before me who was looking into a new uh, biz- business venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted to run for political office, and oh, wow. um, and what I saw, you know, again, my gift, I. I couldn't look at the cards and truthfully say to her, you're going to win or you're going to lose. And again, I'm not going to lie. 
And if I can't read somebody, some oh, Robbie, all right. That I'll hold that spot. <laughs> we'll be right back, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. It's Josephine here. So before our break, Robbie Ann McPherson, who's a tarot card reader, was telling us about a woman that she was reading her cards and the woman was thinking about going into politics. So yes. what happened, Robbie? Tell us, what was the outcome? Well, uh, she, she basically was asking the cards, you know, should I do this? And, uh, and again, the, the cards may not tell you whether you will win or whether you will lose. But what the cards did say was, this is going to be a fantastic experience for you. You are going to meet amazing people. You are going to grow, uh, you know, spiritually, professionally, mentally. You're going to elevate your whole life. You know, whether you actually win on election day or not, that is something that, you know, the powers that be don't want you to know. But um, the reading itself uh, told a fantastic story. So 
that's a that's kind of an example of how um, the the tarot can tell you these things in business, and they can sort of point you again. They can they can give you some information, and then it's up to you to make the decision. You know, right. a, you, it, it's just my personal belief. It's always right. my personal right. uh, belief so, that yeah, you don't want ahead. them to tell you what you should do. Okay. So my question to you, Robbie, is how does it help you personally with business? Like you said, you have other jobs that you have to do in order to make a living. Do you feel that your gift helps you in life? Like in it makes me wonder, like if people can really read minds and know, have such great, strong intuition, wouldn't that help them, you know, become, you know, hit the lotto or the lottery? <laughs> yeah. Like, but, uh, I do don't I know. wish it worked that way. Right. <laughs> do I wish that I saw lotto numbers? Because funny, right? I, uh, um, I, I can tell you how it helps me. You know, and again, my my particular thing is just this sort of emotional connection with people. I I wouldn't say I can exactly read their minds. People's minds are their own, I think. I don't think anyone can read anyone's mind. That's just my personal take. But when I meet someone in the business world, um, my ability to, you know, and it, it, again, it took me a while to realize that not everyone can do this. But my ability to sort of see right through them as far as their their front, you know, everyone has like this sort of front and I see beyond that. And so even when I meet a billionaire, a movie star, a rock star, um, you know, an an elected official, somebody who's uh, an important person or, or even a person who's known to be difficult and unhappy and you know, whatever the case may be, I meet them and I just get a vibe. That's the best way I can describe it. I get a vibe and I, I look at them and I think, you know what? I know that this that you're presenting to me is not all of you, you know, and I know you've had a bad day. I know there have been days where you've stared at the abyss and I can feel it. And I might not know what it was. I might not know that it was the day your dog died or the day that you, uh, you know, lost this or that or, or, you know, like Citizen Kane when you're you lost your sled or, you know, like I might not know what it is, but I can feel it. And that puts me as far as I can um, feel inside me, that puts me on equal footing with them. I'm not intimidated. So I'm never intimidated by anybody, you know, I, I just, I'm just me, I'm myself and it's, it works the other way too. When I meet someone who, um, you know, in my work in public relations, um, I've dealt with billionaires. I've dealt with people who are literally homeless, living on the street, pushing a shopping cart. And it's the same when I meet them, I am equal to them. You know, we are all sort of on this planet just, you know, finding our way, right? So I show that homeless person the same respect that I would show a billionaire, and I feel we're all uh, sort of even. So in in the business world, it gives me, I think, a little bit of a leg up because I'm not easily embarrassed. Um, Even if I 
you know, if I spilled coffee on myself in a meeting, I just, I laugh, you know, because I look around the room and I think, oh, you, Mr. Billionaire, you never spilled coffee on yourself? Really? (laughs) Like, I just, I just have this weird uh, thing. (laughs) So uh, That's so so funny, Robbie. I have to tell you, what's so strange is that I feel that I have, I also have a very strong intuition. And when I look back, like I always tell my mother this story, how when I was in the fourth grade, how old are you? My son is nine years old. So I was nine years old. And I, I was in school and I had 40 kids in my class, if you can believe that. I had 40 kids in my class. And it was Easter time. And they were having a cake raffle at the time. And it was like buy one chance for probably a nickel or 10 cents and buy (laughs) five for 50 cents, whatever. And I remember looking at this bunny. It was a cake in the shape of a bunny and it was frosted with white and it had all the coconut on it. And it was just so cute. And I came from a very big family. I had a lot of brothers and sisters. And I remember saying, wow, it would be so cool if I win that. I can bring it home and I can share it with my brothers and sisters. My mother would be so excited and everything. And I remember saying to myself, writing my name on the little piece of loose leaf cut off paper, saying to myself, I just feel very strongly I'm going to win this. And sure enough, I won it, Robbie. Mm -hmm. And you might just say, oh, it's a fluke. But then years and years later, when I was pregnant with my daughter, she's seven now, so seven years ago, my girlfriend and I walked in into like one of the fundraisers for our nursery school and the tickets were $50, not five cents at the time. (laughs) And I turned to, to my friend and we got there late. So we were running behind and everybody was already seated and everybody put their tickets in and everything. And I looked at my girlfriend and it was a mother daughter basket. And I had two boys and I looked at her. I said, okay, this basket I'm taking home because this is a mother daughter. That's going to be for for my baby you know and I whatever my my girlfriend looked at me and sure enough Robbie I took that basket home it's very strange I don't play the lotto or lottery often but when I do I have this strong feeling like oh my god I'm gonna hit it so it's weird sometimes you know I've got that intuition too and you know it's strange I think I think there are probably a lot more people on the face the earth that are gifted and don't really take it to the next level like you did absolutely i believe that i think we are all gifted and i think we all have the capacity to get in touch with this stuff but we we just and and it's it's no it's no fault of anybody's you know we get caught up i mean we have we have the hamster wheel of every day you know, we got to get up, we got to go to work, we got to pay the bills, we got to take care of the kids, we got to get over here up, you know, the car, and we got to take this and that. Life is so demanding on us just to get to the next minute and get to the next minute and get to the next minute and get through the next minute. And it, it sometimes it takes, and in my case, it takes utter devastation to make you stop and say, whoa, you know, what else, what else is there in me? And I wouldn't, I mean, if I could trade it, of course I would, you know, of course I would, I would trade anything to have my, my loved ones back and to be able to, you know, (laughs) I I would take a corporate job for the rest of my life just to be able to, to have my brother back. Of course I would. But when these things happen in our lives and they happen in all our lives, unfortunately, 
you know, you, that, that old saying, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta make the lemonade, you know, you have to figure <laughs> out how, how can I turn it into <laughs> That's all my mother tells me my whole life since I was little. You have lemons, make the lemonade. Right. And I, I tell my mother, but I squeezed the lemons so much, there's no more juice in it. She said, then dunk the lemons in the water. <laughs> Yeah, I always, I always <laughs> say, but I hate lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah. but Robbie, do you feel like the more cards you read, the better you become, or no? You definitely, definitely, because every reading is so different, and uh, and every tarot reader will tell you that. You know, uh, we all use sort of books, and you know, we read. Uh, you know, there are things that the cards. Are, have literal meanings to them, you know. There's the magician or the the ace of cups or whatever. But to each tarot reader, you turn over a card and it means something a little different, you know. It, there are, there are nuances there. So when I turn over the cards in a reading, um, I sort of have to plug in to something um, in the air a little bit, and uh, and sometimes um, I think there are a few cards in the deck. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, there are a couple cards in the deck, I think, that mean the same thing. You know, like, they, they when I see certain cards, it's like, oh, I know what that means. But there are other cards that mean different things to different people. You know, maybe maybe one card, uh, the Ace of Swords, um, or the Eight of Swords comes to mind. That's a card that symbolizes imprisonment. And oh for some people... That me literally may mean they know someone in prison. You know uh, that's happened right. to before, or it may mean that the that the person I'm reading for is keeping themselves in a in a prison. You know, for in in some way. Uh, so that's kind of where you rely on the sort of you know airy fairy stuff. That's where you rely on your feelings and the things that are coming to you, um, and they're very vague. And I. I think this is where, uh, you know, this is where it's tricky when you when you go to get a reading. Remember that, uh, well, I shouldn't speak for other readers, but I'll say this about me. Let's talk about me. If you get a reading from me, I am not actually reading your mind, and I am not trying to guess something. You know, I'm not I'm not sitting across from you going. Is there, a, is there a Mary? Is there a Marvin? Is there a Margaret? You know, <laughs> like I'm not trying to guess something. But what I what is happening to me oh, is... We have to hold on. Robbie, you have us in suspense. Everybody, <laughs> we will be back shortly for our last segment of Paying It Forward. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. 
For more information on Tricia and Living Inspired, go to her website, TriciaGoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jurassi on toginet.com. Okay, welcome back, everyone. I tried to cut that commercial short because we have a lot to cover in this last segment. Okay, Robbie, you started to say when you do a reading, you're not reading somebody's mind. Exactly what are you doing? Like, uh, yes, well, first, answer that first. first and foremost, I'm reading the story that the cards are telling me. Uh, the, the, you know, my relationship with these cards is... Um, that's probably the weirdest, creepiest, freakiest thing about what I do. And, you know, as normal of a person as I am, uh, that is just a strange thing. So that's first. Second, I'm getting impressions. I'm getting things that don't make a lot of sense. Like I mentioned before, when I was reading for uh, a particular woman, I felt this sensation of someone sort of slapping me in the face and it wasn't literal it was just sort of a feeling I've had readings where um I was uh reading for someone and I just sort of saw it feels like a memory it kind of feels like a memory in your mind but you're not remembering anything I saw a field with like uh those yellow or those uh wooden survey sticks with the orange tape And I said to the guy, I said, I have no idea what this means. But I said, does this make any sense to you? And he flipped out. He said, oh, my God. And and it turned out to be totally relevant to the reading. It was a deal that was going down with him and his neighbor and his property line. And, like, we figured out this whole thing going on in his life. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that came out of me. You know, so it's not... um, you know, that's sort of a, it's like a puzzle. So it's kind of a journey that you take um, with, with me as a reader. Um, I, I don't, I wish that I had that uh, 
um, you know, that sort of immediate thing where I can see into the future, you know, I've just, that's never been my gift and I would never, I would never denigrate other people's ability to do that by pretending to do that. I would never do right. that. So I'm always honest about that. And I have had situations where I've sat across from someone and for whatever reason, I'm like, I, I am sorry, I cannot connect with you. I don't know what it is. Maybe some, maybe somebody's protecting you from knowing something or, you know, who knows what, this is the wrong time for us to read. There are a million different reasons why um, I might not be able to connect. It doesn't happen too often, but well, in that I, those cases, I say, you know what, here's your money back. Um, right. Come back at another time or go to a different reader. <laughs> That's so funny. But Robbie, I have a question for you. Yes. Is there a, a way that if somebody wants to go for a reading, is there anything they can do to get a better reading? Like, I'll just give you my take on it. My mom, we were all sitting around the table at the party and my mom was there and it was so funny because the the reader, I guess, I don't know, the tarot reader, Francine, the psychic, whatever you want to call Francine, she was sitting between us and my she was giving my mom a reading there, but I don't know, maybe it was my mom's party. She was excited. She wasn't getting anything out of the reading. She felt like she walked away and she didn't get enough. My husband was sitting next to my mother and he had his arms crossed, didn't want anything to do with this. But I sat there and I have to tell you, my ears were burning because I felt like I made a conscious decision to open up and to listen to everything that she said, but to keep an open mind and not to pigeon myself in a hole to make myself think of what she's trying to say, but to have an open mind to kind of just let what she was saying roll around in my mind and then let it click. I don't know, it seemed to work for me. My mother, anything she said, it went out the window. She had asked my mother about broken windows in her house. And she was like, no, 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 I have no broken windows. And then later on in that car, on the car ride home, I said to my mom, mom, just, you got to really think about what she's saying and go back and, and think my mother has two houses. Well, she didn't have a uh, broken window in her main house, but her summer house, she did. And she goes, oh, that must be the broken window. She's, you know what I'm saying? Is there a way yeah. that somebody can get a better reading? Yeah. You know, you hit the nail on the head. Um, being open is the best way. Um, I found that just, just uh, trusting the process is probably the, the easiest way. Because if you go to a reader and you sort of challenge them, you know, like, uh, this, let's see what this guy can do, you know, and you sit right. down and, and you don't really trust them and you're sort of challenging them. Or I've been guilty of this myself um, when I've tried to go uh, have a reading. If you go with an expectation like if you go to a medium, for example, now those people, I mean, talk about a gift, you know, to be able to like the, the ones that are real, you know, to be able yeah. to, to hear messages from beyond and all that, you know, that's, that's pretty freaky. And I've gone to a couple of them and I expect to hear from my brother, you know, and if they don't bring up my brother, they can't be real, you know? Wow. And so what that does is it's sort of, uh, it just puts a, a, a strange expectation on the process because, remember, 
we are we are living in this particular earth plane, right? And we're dealing with something that nobody on earth has the mental capacity to even understand. You know, right. I don't understand how this works and it's me. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, anyone that claims to understand how it works unless they're fakes and they're, you know, trying to trick people. I mean, anyone that claims to get how how they it just it's a it's a very mysterious process and I think it's supposed to be mysterious. We're not supposed yeah. to understand everything about God and the world and, you know, whatever whatever is out there. So, I think if you if you just um just sort of trust the process, trust the reading, keep a sense of fun about it. You know, this is not a situation where it should be life or death to you. You should never sit down, in my opinion, with a reader and, as I've said before, um, make, you know, a ask them, well, what should I do? You know, I, I think that's always uh, the wrong question. Right. You know, I, I think a better question, and this, this would be part two to get a better reading, is I know with me, I always encourage people to uh, phrase the question right, which is, um, you know, what, what should I know about this situation that I don't know? Or um, uh, how, what is going on with this? You know, or my favorite one, um, you know, if it's, for example, if it's a relationship, let's say you're in a relationship with a guy and something's not right about it, and you can't quite put your finger on it, you can ask the cards, what is so about this relationship? And then the cards will tell you a story. You know, but if you approach the cards and you say, should I dump this guy or what? <laughs> right. You know, the cards are going to be like, well, but, ah, you know, <laughs> they don't really know how to address that question. That's so, so uh, funny. So I would say be open, uh, phrase the question right, and don't don't really have an expectation of what you're going to hear or what you're supposed to hear. Oh, this was so good. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I'm so glad that this came out of it. So, Robbie, I hate to do this, but um, first things first, really quick, tell my listeners how they can get in touch with you if they want their cards read. Oh, definitely. I would love to hear from your listeners. Um, if they are even half as adorable as you are, I would love to spend time yes, with your listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you can go to my website, which is uh, www.whichwaytarot, and that's which, W-I-C-H, you know, as in which way should I go, not which as in Halloween witch, which right. uh, <laughs> Right. Someone asked me, oh, is that which? Like, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's which way, like, which way should I go? So whichwayterot.com. Or you can call um, my office, which uh, I'm, I'm actually located in Buffalo. And I do do in-person readings, too. Okay. Uh, my office is uh, area code 716-220-4200. And uh, schedule a reading that way. Okay, great. So now we are really coming up to probably about two minutes left to the show. So we always wrap up paying it forward with the five business tips. Yes. So what I'm going to do is, Robbie, you were so kind.
send them to going to read through them quickly and then we'll talk about it before um before the show is over so here we go robbie's got her first business tip it's number one practice professional integrity in everything you do incredible i agree with that 100 percent. number two Very important. Be, yep be organized not perfect but organized number three know your strengths and weaknesses cannot change what you cannot confront. Great. Number four, ask for help. There is no medal given out for being the fifth die at your desk. And number five, sharpen the saw from the Franklin Covey planners, which I love also. Take care of yourself. Put your mask on first, just like on an airplane. Yes. So those are Robbie's five business tips. Do you want to um, give me... Any comment about your favorite one, Robbie, before we go off? Uh, I would say that um, <laughs> they're all my favorite, but you, definitely great. professional integrity. If you always conduct yourself with professional integrity, you will always make the right decision. Always. And, and you know, if, if uh, actually Howard Stern said it, um, the world would work if everyone would just do what they're supposed to do. So <laughs> I think uh, I think any business you're in, integrity, you can't go wrong. The other the other thing is uh, number three: know your strengths and weaknesses. You cannot change what you will not confront. If you're not a good accountant, hire somebody. You know, know that you're not good at it. If you are disorganized, get help. You know, it's okay. It's okay not to be good at everything all the time. And if you are very good at something else, then know that that's your strength and that that uh, is something that you can handle. So I think I, I would say those are the two most important ones. Perfect. Well, Robbie Fierson, the tarot reader. <laughs> Robbie, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on Paying It Forward. Oh, thank you, Josephine. And I had so much fun. Thank you for having me on. I enjoyed it also, but we'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,